0: Hello and welcome to the My Fitness podcast. My name is Mayomi, otherwise known as My. Um, I am your coach, bikini fitness athlete, and trainer. Hello and welcome to episode six. I hope you are all okay. How are we doing, guys? Um, okay, so. Just a little bit about what's going on for me before we get started with the client questions. Um, I am fully back into the swing of things. So the boys are back at school. um, I'm back into my training. So I have decided to uh, go into a fat loss phase at the moment. So I am currently, this is my second week in now. So, um, yeah i'm losing body fat guys so i'm in the same position as you well most of you guys and some of you are muscle building um it's going very very well for me at the moment um i'm pretty focused and pretty much on the ball my calories are still quite high um so it's not too much of a drag just yet but um i will keep you guys posted with how i'm getting on um yeah so just to let you know i'm in exactly the same boat as you guys i honestly really do understand the struggles that you all go through I've been there I've done it I've won the t-shirt I've made all the excuses in the world um but this time round for me I kind of feel like well I mean my calories are still high but I actually feel like it's it's only been two weeks but it's been a breeze so far and it hasn't been I haven't got to the point where I'm like fed up or I'm starting to think want more food or anything like that I'm feeling like as time goes on I'm getting better at dealing with the hunger and dealing with um, the things that come up I kind of expect it know how to deal with it and just kind of push forward Um, so yeah I just wanted to update you on that Um, so if anybody's got any questions about how my journey is going so far then please don't um, hesitate to ask Um, I'm happy and open to to share with you guys um, so yeah so let's get started so the first question is from one of my vegan clients and her question is I struggle to hit my protein if I hit my calories but my protein intake is lower can I expect the same results as if I had a higher protein what is the major compromise okay so one of the compromises would be satiety So if you're struggling to stay within your calorie needs, um, it could be because you're hungry and you're tempted to overeat. And so as we know, having a higher protein diet makes you feel more full. Um, You also might be reducing your adaptations to training and recovery. So we want to lose fat tissues and not lean tissue. And having a higher protein diet allows your body to use fat as fuel and not dip into your protein stores okay so one of the main reasons why protein is so important and one of the reasons why timing of protein is a little bit more important than carbs and fats is because um, protein isn't stored in the same way as carbs and fats all right so carbs can be stored as glycogen in the muscle and fats can be stored as fat in your fat cells but protein is in this constant change where there's a balance between like protein breakdown and protein synthesis and this means to maintain a positive protein balance and to maintain your muscle mass which is really important for when we're dieting um, we need to consume protein regularly from the diet and this is why I recommend like a higher protein diet and I do get it I understand it can be harder for vegans and vegetarians but it's even more important that vegans and vegetarians focus on this because non-animal protein sources don't have all of the building blocks of protein whereas animal sources do so with a vegan diet you need to look into getting loads of different sources of protein and try your hardest to really hit your protein target so for you what I would say is um because of all the reasons that I've mentioned I'd want you to get in a minimum of like 25 grams of protein per meal so for a minimum of four meals okay so if you're having breakfast lunch dinner and a snack 25 grams of protein in each of those meals um, and that will leave you um, about 100 grams of protein for the day um, which would be a good good goal for you okay so our next question is, what's the best way to hit the lower part of the stomach? Um, with my diet and my training, I can't seem to shift that area. Um, okay, this is a common question. Um, it's basically stubborn, it's a stubborn area. Okay, so it's normally the last place people lose fat um, in that lower um, ab region. So, you know, you're just gonna have to be consistent. That'll probably be the last place you lose um, fat from. So as we all know, you can't do a specific exercise to target that area. So like leg raises, for example, and all those types of exercises that will work a portion of your abs, but an exercise itself won't burn fat in that area. So just stay consistent. Um, It's very, like I said, it's very stubborn area to get very low levels of body fat for, um, especially in females as well. So you just got to keep going with it, keep dieting, keep training, um, and it will shift. Um yeah, so also it, it may mean that you have to get really, really lean in order for it to kind of sit flush. Um, so yeah, you kind of, kind of have to weigh up how hard you want to go for it. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's a very, very stubborn area for a lot of people. So the next question is, how do you balance eating out in the week, like going out for dinners and drinks, but not wanting to choose the healthy option? How often do you do this? And does your body really retain all the additional calories from one day? Okay, so one, it shouldn't be impossible to reduce your calories across the week. Um, If you're going out for a big meal, you can easily reduce your calories by a couple hundred calories each day across the rest of the week um, to kind of make up for it. But you're know, you on an eight week fat loss um, plan or course yeah so i do expect some kind of effort for that um you know you can't eat out all the time with your mates still get result and still get results there has to be some kind of balance and you have to make some kind of effort to stay within a calorie deficit or you just simply won't lose fat and as much as flexible dieting is really good and great you still have to make some kind of account for for that Um, What was the other bit? Um, Okay, so how often do I do that? Um, When I'm dieting, not very often at all, so um, I will probably pick the nights that I go out, so it could be a special occasion, so birthdays, uh, celebrations, etc. Sometimes I may bring my own meals with me, um, but my goals are quite important to me, so I will, you know, I will account for that. but the best thing you can do is kind of just choose your indulgences if you're not, you know, if you're not that fast with whatever you've chosen and you don't finish it. So say you get like a chocolate cake, for example, and it's not that good or you're feeling stuffed and you don't finish it, then you won't have wasted those calories. Yeah, so you don't have to finish everything on the plate and, you know, you don't have to overindulge when you do go out. So yeah, choose your indulgences, enjoy them, but pick them wisely. So you know, like say for example, I don't know, donuts are a lot of calories. But if you absolutely love them, and you really want them, dash your indulgence for the week. Dash your indulgence, have them, move on. Um, But just accept you won't always be able to um, go out a couple of times a week and still lose weight. If you don't want to make good options um, when you go out so like there are a lot of good options um to choose from on most menus you can definitely go out a few times a week and still stay on track you can't go out several times a week and not pick the healthy option and still expect to stay on track because you won't be able to stay in a calorie deficit for that week yeah um and yes if you overeat for one day you can retain those calories so Each day your calories don't just kind of reset itself Um, it doesn't work like that so in terms of energy storage your body doesn't care if it's been a day two days three days whatever it will store the energy you put into it and it will use the energy that you expend okay so that gives you a lot of flexibility as well because it means that even if you don't stick to your calories one day it doesn't mean your whole diet is ruined. It means you can even like draw it back throughout the rest of the week. You know, that's what flexible dieting is about, but consistently going out and not wanting to choose healthy options isn't gonna get you the results that you want, yeah? So I hope that's made um, sense for you. So the next question is, I heard that exercise isn't good for fat loss okay all right so it's not that exercise isn't good for fat loss what is gonna help you reduce your body fat is your diet okay exercise doesn't contribute a lot as as much as people might think to you losing body fat so for me I want my clients to spend exercise to kind of like build muscle build strength fitness to enjoy themselves you know enjoy exercise because no matter what you're doing you won't burn that much calories in your sessions so even if you're doing like three to four sessions per week you're not going to burn that many calories in that time Um, and as well it's not actually about that It's about um, the improvements that you can make to your health. It's about building some muscle. It's about having some time out for yourself away from the stresses of work or like away from running like a busy household, you know, just de-stress and just have a bit of time to yourself. Um, There are so many other benefits of exercise that go way beyond fat loss or weight loss. So even if you don't lose any weight, Um, if that's what your goal is, there are so many benefits of exercising. So research has shown that if you've got like moderate to high levels of like fitness, um, then it is associated with a lower risk of cardiovascular disease in both men and women, regardless of your age, whether you smoke, your body composition and other risk factors. Um, So, you know, it's not about BMI, or obesity, or how much body fat you carry, it's about your fitness level. So obviously, most fit people aren't overweight, right? So obviously, there's a link there. But it's not about the body fat you're carrying, but the fitness levels you're at. So you can be carrying a bit of more body fat, still be um, fit, and have a lower risk of various diseases, yeah, um, especially cardiovascular diseases. And also some adaptations that you'll get from exercise you'll never see on the scale. Um so people associating fat loss with exercise, it, it just doesn't really work like that. Um and as well, doing exercise shouldn't be a reactive response to trying to lose body fat. Yeah. Um it's like it's like if you're fit, people are like, Oh, why'd you go to the gym? You're like, you don't need to go to the gym, you're fit, you know. But it's not, it's not really about that. You know, your fitness levels are going to determine how healthy you are. Um, it's going to lower the risk of, of many, many diseases. And that's why I think, you know, they say that exercise isn't good for fat loss. It's not that it's not good for fat loss, but it's not what is going to help you lose the body fat in terms of, like, dropping weight, in a sense, yeah? Um, exercise should be used to better your health. Again, like I said, build muscle, build strength, um, you know, for a little sa for yourself, you know, chill out, you know, get away from the stresses of life. That's what exercises should be about. If you want to lose body fat, then you need to, you know, reduce your calories, increase your activity levels a little bit more. Next question. What causes a plateau and how do you avoid it? Okay, so plateaus are going to happen and they're not a negative thing, okay? So the main reason why a plateau happens is because you become a smaller person. So you've lost body fat, um, you've lost weight and you carry on with your daily activities but you're burning less calories because you're carrying around less weight, okay? Another reason could be because you're not being as on the ball with your nutrition as you were to begin with because everybody's always very very motivated at the beginning all right it happens and um, people become a little bit complacent portion sizes start to creep up or you know um you're not tracking absolutely everything um you know and then you move you move around a little bit less you know there's a lot of things that happen when we become a little bit complacent um, and these are probably the main two reasons that i come aco- across why people come to a plateau okay how to avoid it Um, well basically you kind of just need to assess how well you've been sticking to your nutrition like how well have you been sticking to your calories Um, and then if you can say hands on heart everything has been as it should and you have lost weight um, and adapted you then need to think about reducing your calorie intake further or increasing your activity. So things like your step count or kind of, um, you know, making a conscious effort to move around a little bit more. But plateaus are inevitable, inevitable, um, and they are a part of fat loss. And it just means that you're losing weight well if the plateau is for the right reasons. In a sense that you're losing body fat, so you've got to that point. Where you now need to either reduce your calories or maintain um your where you're at at that time depending on what your goal is moving on to our next question which is can you overtrain? the answer is yes um are you over training probably not um plus there is a difference between over training and under recovery okay so most of you guys on the team are probably not going to be overtraining, um, and I know this because I, I do your plans. Um, so it, the likelihood of any of you guys overtraining is very very slim. Um, under recovery. So if you're feeling more tired, um, it may not be because you're overtraining. It's maybe because you're under recovering. So you need to think about or look at your sleep, your nutrition. Make sure you're getting in enough fruit and veg. Um, these are the type of things that you want to kind of look at. But yes, it's a possibility you can overtrain. The likelihood that you are is very, very slim. So if you are struggling with, you know, feeling really lethargic or tired after your training sessions, then think about those things because um, it could be that you're under-recovering or, you know, just keep an eye on those things. If you're still struggling, let me know. We can We can have a look into that for you, yeah? So the final question is, does more protein in your diet enhance your performance in the gym? So your muscles are made of protein, yes. So muscles are protein. So protein is brilliant. Um, It's gonna help you recover. So when you're hitting your protein target, obviously that's gonna make you stronger. It's gonna um, help with muscle repair. It's going to help the muscle grow stronger, grow quicker. Your recovery is going to be a lot better. So, yeah, to answer your question, um, protein is going to help with your performance in the gym for sure. So you've reached the end of another episode of the My Fitness Podcast. Please connect with me on Instagram at my.remy And don't forget to subscribe, leave a review and share.